0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Go on, Go on. Sometimes longer isn't better. So if you're looking for a fantasy NFL game that doesn't last all season, try Paddy Power Fantasy. Every game week is a season in itself. Try it for free on our super short, super free contest on this Sunday's 6pm games. The top 1,500 customers in the contest win a prize with £200 for first place. Search Paddy Power Fantasy to pick your team.
1: Hello and welcome to The Nat Coombs Show, presented by Paddy Power Fantasy. Good to have you with us. Our Week 17 preview coming your way. Tom Deacon, comedian, 49ers fan in the house. Might get into the 49ers Seahawks game at some point. All the other key things that need to get resolved as well coming your way very shortly. Don't forget, Week 17 means a Week 17 Daily Fantasy Listener League. So get involved. Fantasy.paddypower.com forward slash league forward slash Nat Coombs show. It's free to enter lots of cash prizes to be won and me and the og will drop our daily fantasy pod should hit your pod catches around about saturday morning but let's get straight down to business me tom deacon
0: and our week 17 preview tom deacon merry christmas man oh merry christmas to you too nat this has been a beautiful festive period for me what about
1: you uh, particularly now, okay. Particularly, particularly now. I think we've notched up the Festive 211 with Deacon and the ESPN
0: house. Yeah. Well, before I came in the room, I had to go with the wrapping off. I thought, you know, it's yeah, nice to give yourself much. as a gift, um, but <laughs> it's, it's too is, much. It's yeah. The gift of Tom Deacon this Christmas. You've got uh, to recycle, but it's not good for the environment. God bless us, everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is a ton to get into, of course, a lot to get sorted out. The big buzz at the moment, of course, is what a team's going to do that don't have anything to play for this weekend. But still have a lot to play for in the playoffs. The Texans, for example, mm. they, they can't affect their seeding at all. Do they rest their starters? Bill O'Brien came out and said, no, no, we go hard. We're playing four, I'm paraphrasing it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing four quarters. But this implication that, that they, none of those teams are going to yank the starters at some point. And there's a difference, I guess, between, and the OG and I were talking about this on a fantasy show, which drops tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, the difference between players not going full tilt, which is absurd. Of course, though, if you're mm. playing in an, an NFL game, you were going to, unless it's the pro Bowl, <laughs> you're going to be going full tilt a hundred percent. It's not so much that the players aren't going to be giving their all. It's how much action the starters are going to see. Yeah. So that makes week 17 difficult to pick. And there are a number of games that we'll get into that will uh, reflect that. And the Texans in particular, I think is quite key. There's the AFC uh, number six seed to sort out. The Titans currently ho- hold that at the moment, but the Raiders and the Steelers could nick in the back door. Um, uh, but of course, the NFC and the 49ers, that's the big game of the weekend, the 49ers Seahawks, and your 49ers will get into that too. But first things first, the most important thing of all to get out of the way, your success in your in your fantasy league.
0: Oh, wow. I know you want to now, share that with the nation. Now there is so much. It's the gift that keeps on giving for mm. NFL uh, fans out there. Uh, obviously, I'll, as you say, there's so many things that could still possibly happen. Um, but yeah, the, I've, I've never won a league before. And it's, it's your it's first a, one, my first one. Um, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> the sweet V of never winning has gone, and uh, I'm buzzing. But it didn't feel real. Um, the reason I won it was Kenyon Drake. He really turned my season around, and I had Lamar Jackson. And haven't they had good seasons? I mean, Kenyon Drake's turned it around, but Lamar Jackson has been, it's been lights out. And now uh, I think a lot of other fantasy owners have had him in their team and have won this year.
1: I wonder how many people at the start of the season saw Kenyon Drake uh, <laughs> being
0: the decisive factor. Well, but, of course he was at the dolphins and did nothing, but you had to take a running back. That's the beauty of fantasy league where you have to take a running back. And you think, come on, Kenyon, it could be his year. He moves to Cardinals. um And then suddenly they, they seem like without Johnson, he's the man goes off. Yeah. Um, Speaking of predictions, you were looking back at an early season preview. Yeah, well, because every uh, as uh, every fan does, we look at the magazines. We think you're right. You know what? I think it's gonna be the Browns getting through to the playoffs. They're gonna be eleven and five. That's what everyone was predicting. Yeah. And how different that is. So you look back, uh, and uh, Sports Illustrated, a fantastic read. Um, but yeah, it, it, they marry up in a lot of uh, games. Like the Panthers were predicted in the NFC South at seven and nine. The Saints eleven and five. That's not far off. Mm. The Bucks were predicted five and eleven. They've done better. So it's really nice to look back and say why the Colts were predicted to be finishing top of their division yeah and that was because of um andrew luck that was pre luck's news that exactly came out. so what was the biggest was the browns i guess in most people's the biggest miss
1: wasn't it in most people's eyes
0: yeah i think a lot of Browns fans have been disappointed because they believed in the hype and they yeah. haven't had a bad season considering all of the woes they've had over the years um it feels yeah, like every sure. time i come in and have a chat with you now i'm, I'm digging out the, the browns i'm not in any way shape or form at uh, the bengals have they were going to predicted to only win four games mm. if anyone won. So I suppose we're also looking at this weekend's games for who's going to tank uh, for any pick that they particularly want. Well,
1: yeah, there was that end of proceedings, of course, as well. And, and both the Redskins and the Giants involved uh, in both sides of it because they can play spoiler to the Cowboys and the Eagles. And we'll talk about that. Even though Dallas lost against Philly last week, they can still make the playoffs. And probably Jason Garrett could still be their head coach. At Dallas next season, much to the delight, I'm sure, of Dallas fans everywhere. So all of that to get into. We'll do our best uh, to rattle through. We've got to start with the 49ers Seahawks. The winner wins the NFC West. The 49ers have even more at stake, of course, because if they win it, they land the number one seed in the NFC and home field advantage. Earlier on in the season, it was a close for affair, mm. uh, separated solely by a field goal. The Seahawks winning that one. Different situation now, though, of course, because in that game the 49ers were quite banged up. Their offensive line, in particular, I don't think Kittle was playing in in that game. Uh, offensive line much stronger now. Kittle is back, and it's the Seahawks got
0: the injury issues, absolutely depleted at running back, which means the return. And I bet you're delighted about this, and Marshawn Lynch. Hmm. I think we're all f- uh, big fans of, of Beast Mode. Uh, he's back, so Turbin as well. Uh, <laughs> so they're putting the Turbin right. power and uh, and essentially, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't think Marshawn Lynch. I'm watching all of the highlights about how he just knocked defenders and secondaries to the floor. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen this time around. But for Seahawks fans, it does give them that kind of like, oh, isn't it great to have Lynch back? And maybe we can right the wrong of that Super Bowl against the Patriots when they decided to throw the football rather than run it. He's back. Uh, They can get excited. But I still obviously want the Niners to win. But I think. They've got a better chance with their pass rush and their defense to get the win for the first time since 2011. That is key, isn't it? The, the impact that Marshall Lynch is going to have on the field and how much he can expected to
1: have on the field, given how long he's been out of the game. Now he's apparently been keeping himself in shape, uh, and it's yet to be seen. I guess they because they, they don't have any other options. He's going to see the ball sometimes, and, and this is a, a terrific player that could surprise us. But it is unlikely, mm. if not impossible, that he's going to change the game. On his own, but at least he, as you say, galvanizes the Seahawks side that that kind of needs it at the moment, really. Mm. They, unlike other teams that are peaking at the right time, like the Chiefs, for example, seem to be timing their run to perfection. The Seahawks aren't. So, Mm uh, I wonder if there's that factor as well. In terms of the 49ers re-upping in and just being a much stronger proposition this time around to, to back when they met earlier on, in the season, how significant is, is that? How significant are the, the strengthening of the line again and, and the impact? of Kittle, not just in in terms of his productivity, but what he does as a blocker as well.
0: Yeah, um, well, obviously, uh, the Seahawks have lost their left tackle as well. Right. Dwayne uh, Brown, and so the likes of our pass rush, Armstead, who was a former first-round pick, we thought he was a bit of a bust. He's got 10 sacks this year. Uh, Bosa's got nine. I feel like we're... He boards
1: re- an injury doubt for the game, all right
0: right? Yes, uh, but there's also Buckner, who was took yeah, the right. most sacks for the Niners last year. So our defensive line is looking good. If they fail like they have done in a few games recently then the secondary's banged up so it's it's I think it's the perfect game uh it's a real you know uh it's I think it's looking on paper apart from the Eagles and and the Cowboys what's going to happen uh, for them this is the big one to focus on uh this weekend and and that's why it's a late kickoff um f- for us over here in the UK Kittle is the difference I think uh, he's Jimmy G's comfort blanket he's the safety person to go to um and if we can get that running game going however I I think the Seahawks do need um something as you say with with Marshawn Lynch to lift them and again they're gonna have to rely on Russell Wilson and as a Niners fan as I'm sure a lot of teams have found this Russell Wilson can be the difference maker and and get that team across the line
1: I wonder whether as well Tyler Lockett such a key player for them out for a while came back last week and didn't didn't really connect as so they'd hoped but that's not you know uh, particularly unusual given the fact he's been out for a while whether that can uh, he can lock in and they can get the passing game rolling a little bit more fluently th- than they have been as well whether lynch gives him an unturban let's not forget turbin <laughs> to, gives him enough to establish the the play action and russell wilson getting it done on his own so much at stake here yeah so much and let's not forget as well this is in Seattle, the twelfth man, is a tough place to go. And let's look at Garoppolo in that situation. This is the biggest game of his career.
0: I, th- I think um. Well, it has to be, um, because Niners fans already know that he's kept us in the game. Uh, the last one against the Rams, uh, that that outrageous throw to Sanders. We were third and 16, I yeah. think. He just sat in the pocket, took a hit, but manages to... He sort of brings off these amazing throws sometimes. Where you're like, how is that possible? And yet, we'll uh, muck up a, a beautiful, easy five-yard throw. So, mm. I think it is his biggest game, especially to silence the Seahawks uh, uh, crowd on, on their back. But again... I'm, you know, the man to look for is the Luke Wilson. He's the coolest dude ever for the Seahawks, man. He's their tight end. He's just so, like, wavy. Um, so, <laughs> so I reckon he'll get a touchdown and that will really annoy me because you can't dislike Luke Wilson. Out of all the Seahawks, you're like, he's the coolest dude ever around. He bounced.
1: He was obviously there and then went to the Raiders didn't he? And then kind yeah, of came yeah, back. And he was in and hard knocks, yeah, they came back. They
0: love him. So they, everyone Seahawks there, when you're there, essentially, uh, you think that they're booing, uh, but they just sound, Luke. Ah, Springsteen style. I'm with <laughs> yeah.
1: you. I'm with you. So Garoppolo, huge game for him and difficult place to take your offensive course just because of the, the noise and the, the impact there as well so that's going to be an interesting matchup and of course the, the importance of home field the margin the playoffs not to be underestimated but let's just say the worst happens and the 49ers drop down they don't get the win and they drop mm. down there is this and i'm talking about the seahawks stalling a little bit but there is this undoubted narrative going on in the nfc that it is ridiculous that one of these teams is going to be seeded lower than whoever wins the <laughs> NFC East. But one of these teams is. So, difficult for the 49ers, after everything they've achieved, if they lose this game and drop down.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it, it could be the... Um, there's so many injuries that we've had, um, but I think that's the sign of a good team when you're still managing to get those wins. You're still managing to galvanise as a team and really lift your, your, yourself to get the win. It doesn't matter how, how it happens. We've got a field goal win. Uh, Robbie Gould kicked it last week against the Rams. But I think that they'll have to just go back to to square one and, and, and it, it, maybe it will just knock the stuffing. Let's go with the festive uh, idea. It will knock the stuffing out of them. And then I think we'll, we'll flop for the rest of the, the season and we'll get knocked out of the playoffs. However, I just feel like if we can get that win uh, as a Niners fan, I I don't know how far we could go. It's a really
1: good point actually, the impact of losing it. Oh, going, I think it's such a, such a fierce
0: rival and them having bragging rights twice in one year
1: crawling as opposed to striding into the, play- <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs> into the playoffs so are you going to get it done are the 49ers going to
0: win I'm, I'm going all out for them uh my money's my money my, my, well, my money's definitely on them and i think we can do it just for the fact that the seahawks have loved to run the football this year with carson yeah russell wilson will be relied too much on him i imagine it's going to be a close game but i think the niners wedge it for the first yeah, time
1: i'm with you on that i'm taking the niners for the win so tom deacon firstly do you have a degree from mit
0: uh, no. Ivy League, University, Oxford, Cambridge. Uh, there was one in the post, but it didn't arrive. <laughs> is okay, that... The one you sent off for yeah. on of the internet. It was a classic. Uh, They've put it behind their back gate, you know, <laughs> okay. and then I think the neighbours sure. had it. <laughs> left, left it in your safe place.
1: I, uh, cause we might need it to try and work out some of these playoff shenanigans, oh. right? One of the easier ones, though, is in the NFC and the the final playoff spot up for grabs, essentially, in the NFC, the NFC East winner, which mm should be Philly in principle because they beat the Cowboys last weekend. Uh, but it's not that simple because if Philly lose to the New York Giants and the Cowboys beat the Redskins, improbably, Tom Deakin, the Cowboys
0: yeah. are making the playoffs. I know this This doesn't seem fair. The, the fair is not a word you use with NFL uh, matches all the time, but it is. The Eagles just have to go to the Giants and simply dispatch them at MetLife. Uh, but the other chance is, you know, the Cowboys, you should look on paper and say they will beat the Redskins at home. And the Eagles could slip up. But the Eagles look so good. They really nullified Dak Prescott and his passing game uh last week. So, you know, it, it's all to play for. The Eagles just lose. Cowboys could do it. But then an 8-8 eight and eight team, that doesn't seem fair. That doesn't seem right. I wonder if that will change, whether they will look
1: at... I, I'm not sure they will. Be, I, I think divisional winners are going to get a playoff spot, whatever. Whether they, they allow that to impact the seedings, So they'll yeah. look at that in the offseason. I don't hey, know.
0: Cause now, it's not broke. Don't fix it. It's not, not it. fair. Life ain't fair.
1: <laughs> I like the idea of either Doug Peterson or Jason Garrett just saying, it's not fair. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the yeah. commissioner's like, all oh, right, it's a good point. You make it's a good a point. very good point. Uh The Eagles banged up. Uh, I mean, they were against Abby for a while. They were against uh, the Cowboys. Didn't seem to matter, particularly offensively. Uh, add Zach Ertz to that mix. He in the game sustained mm. uh, a rib injury. And so he's going to, Zakat's a tough customer, so he'll probably suit up. But how much impact that's going to have? He didn't practice on Wednesday... Uh, Fletcher Cox, Jalen Mills as well, uh,
0: defensively. So it's a banged-up Philly side here. It is a banged-up uh, Philly side. Jim Swatch has done an incredible job uh, defensively nullifying the Cowboys. But they have brought up uh, Richard Rogers, uh a draft pick by the Packers. He's um, got 13 touchdowns in his career. That was back in t- 2014, he's, mm. he's over his career. Uh, but Dallas got did the job. So yep. maybe Zach Ertz isn't going to play, but they still think they've got enough firepower. And yet, all season, the Eagles... You've, you know, who's going to catch the ball? <laughs> That's been a main problem for the Eagles. Please, one of you, Jeffrey, you know, Carson just does that. Please th- catch throws it. throws it up and catches it himself. And um, even J-Train came back to try and get that offense, yeah. right? Yeah, they cut J-Train. That's uh, disappointing.
1: So the Giants, conversely, are, are looking stronger than ever, really, mm. offensively this season, you know, relatively speaking. And I, I think I kind of misspoke on the show last week with Carlson in the house. I was saying, well, you can't judge Daniel Jones's rookie season too negatively when you consider the limited receiving options he's had, Mm. but actually ending the season, there's quite a lot around him now, isn't there? He's got quite a decent receiving core.
0: Yeah. Slayton's come out of, well, you wouldn't say nowhere, but he's had a fantastic year. Um, eight touchdowns this year. Uh, no fantasy points last week. Did did hurt, but still won. Did matter. still one. Still, won, <laughs> still though. won. So just to bring it up again. Um but yeah, the, the, and the Barkley has had one of those seasons where we thought he was going to be even better. Still a decent year for him. Um and Danny Dimes has had to he, I think he's given confidence to the Giants team. Yeah. Are have they got a good offensive weapons there? I don't think they've got the best weapons they could have however um you know it, it's strength to rebuild for, for next year and, and get a few more players in
1: definitely a dangerous proposition when you weigh that up so you can see a Giants win it wouldn't surprise you if the Giants acted a spoiler here mm-hmm. so let's look at Redskins Cowboys and work out the probability of who is going to equal because this is in Arlington there's no Dwayne Haskins of course Case Keenan back yeah uh, Last time these two met earlier in the season, Case Keenan was the quarterback and, and put up some points, of course, against the Cowboys. And you think conceivably could do that again. This Cowboys offense is baffling, completely nullified, as you say, mm. and not at the races against Philly. Now, Dak Prescott's shoulder injury was significant in that fact. He was gutsy uh, and he was trying to get it done, but he was just miss, uh, miss, uh, receivers weren't helping him dropping balls left right and center, but he was mistiming throws as well
0: I-, I heard somewhere that Amari Cooper's in witness protection somewhere <laughs> where
1: is Amari Cooper do you know I thought he might be on the show later on That's <laughs> yeah, where, that was your Christmas present to us I mean there was that bizarre situation with Amari Cooper and you know with, with Jason Garrett with a deadpan face saying yeah we just thought tactically we were going to mix him up with Tavon Austin like come on who are you talking
0: Amari Cooper we know how good he is when Dak Prescott can get him the ball uh, he's put up you know yardage this year. I wouldn't say that Mario Cooper's is inconsistent, but just at least give him a chance to catch the football. Try and throw that ball. However, if the Cowboys run with Zeke, uh, they're five and one if he has over a hundred yards. So rest that shoulder, Dak. Yeah. Just give Zeke the ball and yeah. try and get the job done.
1: I think they'll get it done. I mean, I think the Cowboys. Uh, I don't know if they'll cover the spread and they'll run away with the game. No pun intended, but I think they'll get the job done uh, mm. against Washington. So they could still squeak in. Let's just say. They do that. Let's just say the Giants do them a favor, and that is a horrible spot for the for the Giants to be in, right? And, the, you know, yeah. they can act as a spoiler for the Eagles, but they help the Cowboys, right? So that's a place that no Giants fan really wants to be. But let's say it happens. Let's say Giants get the win in Jersey, mm. and the Cowboys beat the Redskins, the Cowboys make the playoffs, and then the Cowboys win the wild card round, get into the divisional round, maybe, 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 just stay with me. If they suddenly get some momentum going and find themselves in the in the championship game yeah. They're in the NFC Championship game. Did They're Jerry a talented Jones, team. They're that, a talented you, team. You, you, it could happen. Has Jerry Jones got to keep Jason Garrett if they get to the Championship game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? if you get to the Championship game, there's enough talent on this roster. Even with Jason Witten, uh, their, uh, the historic tight end comes back for them. I think that they, they have to. They don't necessarily believe in Jason Garrett, but he's getting them across the line. That's all that Jerry Jones wants is a winning team. Yeah. I think you'd have to get in a few other coaches for next year potentially. That's not to say they don't go on and win the Super Bowl. Do I think it's likely? No. But if it happens, Jason Garrett will not be going anywhere. He, he, he can't because he's bringing Jerry Jones success, not the way that Jerry Jones wants it, but as a talented team. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if they They'll went that get, far. Whoever wins, it gets a home field game. Right? Mm.
1: They get out. They will play either the
0: 49ers or the Seahawks at home mm. in the wildcard round. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense it really doesn't make sense but they've got as i keep saying they've they've got talent uh, offensively for whatever reason it hasn't clicked at times and uh, defensively they haven't been as good as last year but you know they've got a chance to 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 prove uh don't don't rest on these uh, cowboys and they've been very entertaining for an 8 and 8 team potentially very watchable okay so who's going to make it eagles or cowboys I, do you know what the Giants are going to give those Eagles a run for the money? Yeah. Back in Week fourteen, it was uh, 27, uh, twenty sorry, twenty three seventeen, overtime touchdown. Giants still had them. So, but I still think the Eagles will have enough momentum from that win against the Cowboys mm. to get the job done. And then it doesn't matter what happens with the Cowboys. So I
1: disagree. I think I think the Cowboys. <laughs> I think the Cowboys make it. I think the Giants beat the Eagles, and I think the Cowboys get it done against Washington. You just
0: want to see, you know. Jason Garrett in a job. That's I, all it is.
1: How good would the America's game be if Dallas win the Super yep. Bowl? <laughs> Jerry
0: Jones. All the quotes of, I'm sure I'll be coaching in the NFL somewhere next year. Yeah. Mediocrity gets you over the line. It's
1: yeah. not fair. Best America's game ever.
0: It's not fair. I, it's not fair.
1: On to the AFC then, uh, Tom Deacon, in terms of the playoffs anyway, and then we'll, we'll rattle through the other games. So the final spot for grabs, the Titans currently hold the number six seed. The Steelers could sneak in, and so could the Raiders. Mm. Right? Uh, and you can head on over to uh, ESPN UK's YouTube channel, watch me and Carlson break down how the Raiders can make the playoffs. That's over there, and we'll push it out on our social channels at the NC Show as well. It is a head scrambler, but they could uh, theoretically do it. They've got to beat the Broncos to stand a chance. The game's in Denver, so that's the, the Raiders game. The Titans have the Texans in Houston, and because Houston have locked the division down now and the, and the number four seed in the AFC, they got nada to play for, right? So, <laughs> nada. That's how Bill, Bill O'Brien put it to them. <laughs> they, they got nada. They got nada to play for. Uh, the, so the Titans on the road in Houston uh, as well, and then the Steelers on the road in Baltimore. And again, Baltimore having locked down the number one seed in the AFC and a home field advantage they don't have, in theory, anything to play for. It comes down to, to theory versus practice, though, because particularly as the Ravens have a bye week, that's great because they can rest players up and uh, this stage of a busy, grueling season, that's a good thing. But equally, they don't want to have the flow disrupted for too long. And this is often an issue with the bye week situation and teams that have locked that down going into week 17. What do you do? Do you actually... Rest your starts for most of it, which means they're out of action for quite a few weeks. That can, can have a negative impact sometimes.
0: Yeah, the the rust. They get a little right. bit rusty. I mean, it's weird to think that humans can get rusty, um, but we do. Yeah. Um, and, and previous seasons, I remember the Packers had an incredible year, uh, had a bye week, um, and then came back and lost their next game. Yeah, I think you're right. The problem is that they just so panicked about injuries that, that and that can change a whole offense you're going to have to have a new strategy work it out um if Lamar Jackson was to play in this game against the Steelers I know he'll want to put up numbers and keep having this incredible season but then the Steelers defensively would love to take a hit on Lamar Jackson and they're going to be playing hard because of everything that's at stake right and, so and you don't want to go into a playoffs without an actual quarterback so maybe Lamar Jackson gets rested uh RG3 comes in but then do you take out Andrews, the tight end? He's a bit banged up. He could do with a week off. And at what point do you start, you know, dicing up this team and thinking, actually, we're too good? And the, does that set the wrong precedent for those starters that like, oh, we're, you know, we we have to be rested. I think as a team, you just got to say, look, if you're banged up and uh, we know so many players have to take uh, a certain medication to to try and keep themselves on that playing field, you know, rest them and the ones that can still play, risk the potential injury?
1: Uh, quarterback-wise for the Steelers, of course, it's been a tough old season in that respect. They've had three different quarterbacks uh, going at it, and it looks like Duck Hodges now is going to be the one to carry them home because Mason Rudolph ruled out as well now. So it, Hodges benched last weekend. They brought Rudolph in. He got knocked out of the game, and and Hodges couldn't get it done against the Jets, hence them bouncing out of the playoff picture. So it's going to be on, on his shoulders against the, the Ravens. In terms of the Titans and the turnaround there this season, particularly with, with Ryan Tannell has been extraordinary. And there is, like, I guess, a sense, given the momentum they've had, and they had no Derrick Henry last week in that loss to the Saints, but they, you know, they put 28 on the Saints in that game, and at one stage it looked like they could be causing the upset there. It would be hugely disappointing, wouldn't it, if the Titans didn't make the playoffs?
0: Um Yes, it would be very disappointing because that was a close game against the Texans last time uh, 21-24 in favor of the Texans. Um it's the style of football they're playing and the fact that they seem to be one of those teams that would momentum is overused at this stage of the
1: proceedings, right? But they just seem to be one of those teams that was gaining in traction and starting to really find its identity. So, and I think everyone thought there's no way the Titans are going to be stopped now on this mm. on this run, particularly with Henry absolutely destroying the defenses, yeah. But but the, yeah, the brakes are on now and back-to-back losses and suddenly it, it's coming to the wire. But do you think they'll get the win in,
0: in Houston? I think that, that they have to because they're the ones that need it more than the Texans. And sometimes that motivation, that drive will, will get you across the line. Uh, AJ Brown, amazing season, as you said. Derek Henry, incredible season. And Tannehill, they're kind of almost like the underdogs. And yet it seems odd to say that about Ryan Tannehill, you know, when he was at Miami Dolphins. You looked at him and you thought, oh, he's not the, the quarterback. He goes to the Titans. Everyone's rooting for him. We love that story. The guy that's the career is over. You're a backup to mm-hmm. suddenly be g- lifting a team when they needed to be lifted. Um, yeah, I think they can go in against those Texans who will probably need to rest a few players. JJ Watts coming back, he said, yeah. for the playoffs. I think the Texans will, will take their foot off the gas. As much as you say with your Bill O'Brien impression, <laughs> that no one will be rested. No one's getting rested. <laughs> but. apart pop Will Fuller, because he's uh, injured. Well, he's always injured, but you know, we give him an extra time. Um, the Titans, I think they can go in. I think they, they have been impressive. Um, and I've liked to watch them and I would like to continue watching this season. And that's what the NFL is now in this stage of the season. Some teams you don't get to see for a whole year now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get to see them for ages. I want to see the Titans continue this run.
1: Yeah, I do as well. I think they will. I think they'll get it done. I think the Raiders, it is ridiculously a long shot. Great story that they've got something to play for in Week 17. But I I think it's unlikely that both the Steelers and, and the Titans lose. And I think the Titans, therefore, get it done. So Tennessee for the plus. We're picking the Titans. Yeah.
0: I just, I just don't want to see the Steelers in, in the, in the playoffs. Uh, and it's not because I don't like them. I think they I Minka mean, Fitzpatrick, that, that trade has been fantastic for them, but they've got no running back. Connor's been injured all the time. I yeah. think there would be a team that would go into the playoffs and you think, well, that's an easy, uh, easy win, win for us. Yeah. Whereas and times Titans, you're absolutely right. They it's more exciting for us fans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that will be, of course, let's, well, let's think it will be the probably the Chiefs playing the Titans in the first round, right? Mm. Well, it depends. The the, uh, Patriots, rather, have got to beat the Miami Dolphins to get the number two seed locked down. So Kansas City can still get the number two seed if, in the unlikely event, Miami beats uh, New England, Kansas City gets the win, then the Chiefs can sneak in, but it's unlikely, right? Because even if I think the Chiefs will beat the Chargers, that game's in Kansas City, but you would think that New England will be too strong for for Miami, given what's at stake.
0: Yeah, Um they, they will need to get that job done, even though Ryan Flores, the uh, Dolphins, uh, former, you know, um uh, yeah. sort of Patriots employee, yeah, he's going will, back, yeah. will, will, will sometimes will know, get the measure, but they won't, um on, on this occasion. But I have, I have to say, and I think this is what I love about this sport, is you learn something about yourself. You go, oh, I was so in on those Dolphins being rubbish all year. and um, obviously week yeah. two, they lost 43 to zip yeah. against the Dolphins, and I thought this team is going to tank. They're going to—they're not going to win a game all year. And I've been so impressed with those Dolphins. Big time. Fitz Magic has done such a great job. Brian Flores, and we all doubted him. And now we're learning. Hey, you know that cynicism? You just hold that back because you'll be proven wrong. So at true. Some point.
1: You literally look, look like a one and done. They're going zero and sixteen. This is going to be the worst team in the history of the NFL. And, and here we are. And Now they're talking about potentially trading down. They have got a lot of picks anyway in the in the first round. A lot of stock in in the draft not necessarily taking in quarterback and mm. trading down and just re-upping elsewhere, which I personally, I think is what they should do. Yeah. Fitz has got another year in him. If there isn't the quarterback that you absolutely, if there isn't an Andrew Luck type quarterback and maybe Tour is that player, because despite the injury, he seems to be, uh, a, the, has the potential of a generational player based on what our college friends tell us, Ben Isaacs, Burrow is a decent Player, but not a sure thing as much no. as you can get a sure thing. I wonder when you're in that situation, you don't have to, have to, have to take a quarterback, whether you uh, look at getting value elsewhere, particularly look at the market as well, Tom, for quarterbacks yeah. in the off season. I mean, the, the Dolphins are kind of sorted with fits, but there are going to be a lot of quarterbacks, bona fide as starters. Yeah. But, on the market.
0: But there's a lot of traditionalists in the NFL goes you must take yes. Uh, I don't know why I keep doing an American I like voice. It you must take a quarterback in the first round. If you got a high pick, you take a quarterback. Pick. But um, how many um, quarterbacks, I'll be polite here, have failed. Um right. the pressure's too much for them. You look at the fact Mayfield this year um, versus Jackson, you know, Tris- Trubisky as well. They traded up the Bears. They, they traded with the Niners to get that pick and the pressure's too much. I, I just think. Two words for you told Blaine Gabbard. <laughs> Blaine Gabbard. Yes. Uh, yes, that is, um, an interesting name to use there for me. Thank you. Um, the Jags finest. Um, but, um, with the situation that the, the Dolphins have, they've got Josh Rosen uh, as well. Yeah, Is he, you know, done right. and dusted? Right. And I think also Brian Flores has, has proven that, that, Trust him. The wide receiver that they thought was a little bit here and there, Devontae Parker, has had his first 1,000-yard season. So Fitz is the guy for the time being – Build the team around yep. and then, and then maybe Josh Rosen will take over. I see the Patriots winning the game. Oh, yeah. The number two seed oh, by the out. way, that in mind, yep. the Patriots still going to win this game. <laughs>
1: the Patriots win the game by 44 points. Yeah. <laughs> I, apparently,
0: like uh, the Seahawks, uh, Gronkowski's coming back. Uh, he's coming out of retirement. <laughs> we've got to get, we've got to work on tickets to his beach party in Miami. Oh, 100%. And I think um, Moss, Randy Moss is coming back Randy from retirement. Right? Yeah. Just, Marvin Harrison's coming back. Yeah. Uh, just going to come back for a bit. So we
1: think the Patriots and
0: the she's both win.
1: Chiefs, and this is the last game we're going to see Philip Rivers as a charger quite possibly.
0: Yeah. And, and I think... Th- you know, he would have liked to have ended on a bit more of a high, um, than, than he has done this year. I don't know why the Chargers have, have, have not done what they mm-hmm. plan to do, uh, five and ten at the moment. What they, were your, what did
1: Sports Illustrated say? They?
0: they said they were ten and six. Ten and six. So you would say they've had a very, very disappointing season. And I yeah. think again, we, we say it about those holdouts in contracts. Um, Gordon holding out for that long. Austin Eckler has had an incredible season in, in my, my point, uh, in, uh, opinion. Um, you know, 950 yards as a receiver. Mm. Um, you know, and Eklo has been fantastic running as well, but interceptions from Philip Rivers, it's, it's time to go.
1: A lot of people saying that the advanced stats that the charges are totally, or well, their record is totally misrepresentative mm. of the, the talent in this side. And yeah. that is, you know, every year you see a team that you think actually you look at the point differential and more advanced metrics and that you think they they've eked out a lot of close games they're not as good they've been very lucky with turnovers so this i think happened last year to some degree with the bears that the Mm. the turnover differential was so stacked in their favor that it gave a slightly misleading perception of how good this team was and the charges by all accounts are the the opposite of that that they are a team that's a lot better than the record suggests nevertheless you're right this they have to go down as one of the, the big disappointments of the season that particularly remember you said sports illustrated called them 10 and 6 i reckon 2 or 3 weeks into the season maybe it's after their first defeat uh, they might have been at 500 I either wrote
0: this or I said it on the show or some show saying the Chargers are going to be fine they're gonna be fine. Well, well, the good thing is now nah, because you're an optimist they are going to be fine they're going to be absolutely fine one day they will be fine one They'll day they that. will be fine again um, they beat the, the Packers you know the, yeah. uh, they managed to, to, to do that uh, Rivers I think he's got more, about the same amount interceptions now as he has children uh, in his family <laughs> which is an incredible stat but he's um, also the, the Chargers with that much talent who does it who does uh, falls. Is it Lynn? Has he not been able to lift this team? When you know that yep. they're talented, but they haven't delivered this year. But I think they'll say, right, Lynn, you've got, you've got one more chance. Mm. But, you know, as quarterbacks go, um, they have, uh, as their backup quarterback, was at the Baltimore Ravens, uh, went to the Browns, uh, Tyroid? Tyroid oh, Tyler, Taylor, Taylor yeah. Yeah. So, so is he the, the next thing to right. come through? You're shaking your head. And I think maybe not, but where do you get that quarterback? They'd have to replace Philip Rivers.
1: Yeah, that's it. I suppose on, you look on the market, and there are going to be players out there. But yeah, Marcus Mariota. I mean, is he? Do you really, or, or do you just feel that you need to? But then you'd have to change the whole system. We have to change the whole system. I suppose whether you just need to make a very, very clear: we're moving on from Rivers now. Rivers is what thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Mm. Maybe that's what they they feel they need to do. Whether that means cleaning house as well in terms of Lynn. We we shall see. They're definitely a team that has a lot to think about in uh, in the off-season. Black Monday coming up as well, of course, and mm. Freddie Kitchens is
0: going to be a nervous, a nervous <laughs> customer. Would you pack half your stuff from your desk? <laughs> Just, <laughs> How much do you pack away before Black be, Monday? I'd, if
1: I was Freddie Kitchens, I'd be quite prepared.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd have most things locked in. Well, because the more you pack away now, uh, the more... People you can say goodbye to, and uh, you can have a bit of a chat, and walk around and go, "Hey, wasn't the bee. Hey, wasn't the bee. You the know what? The
1: trouble with Freddie Kitchens is, I I think he's probably got quite a messy desk. I imagine <laughs> Kitchens has got just piles of stuff everywhere, so snacks as
0: well, definitely snacks. Well, he's he's, he's one of the guys. He's one of the guys. I'd hear somewhere just, like, yes. just lifting through paper. You got that magic marker? <laughs> you got that? Where did I put that? It's it it. I think that. Whether he's given another chance, the whole, the whole building, it's, it's too, toxic's not a right word. Again, I feel like I'm going on the Browns. And it's because I believed in them. I thought maybe yep. they could do this. But there's too many players, not enough of an idea of a system. And yet you look at some of the stats. Chubb, amazing yep. year for him. And Kareem Hunt, that was always going to be a problem when he came back after his suspension. Who's the main running back? I think go again. You get another year if OBJ hasn't already negotiated his way out of that building. If Ryan Tannehill was the Browns quarterback this season, would they be in the playoffs? Oh, what a great question. I, I think, um I think he would be. I, I, it's not that I don't believe that Bacon Mayfield, uh, can work in the right system. It definitely hasn't worked for him this year. Um uh, he's too flashy. That's the word I'd use. He's too flashy, not consistent like Tannehill. Um I think Ryan Tannehill is the man who wants to do it himself, run it in for a touchdown.
1: They've got the Bengals, uh, the Browns to, to wrap things up. So the Bengals already locked down the number one overall pick, so not much to pay for, for them. And the Browns six and nine. Just pay for pride, Tom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Just uh, for Lions pride, they're playing for in the Bengals. Speaking of the
1: Lions, uh, and this is the other thing that could be sorted out, of course, in the NFC. We said if the 49ers win, then they lock down the number one seed. If they don't, then things get quite interesting because Seattle can't advance either in the number three seed, right? Mm. So it means that if the 49ers lose, then the Packers and the Saints are, are in the hunt. And the Packers can win with a win against the Lions. And, of course, the Saints can win if the Packers lose against the Lions and they beat the Panthers. So, I mean, a number of unlikely things happening there, but let's just kind of go with it for a second. I don't, out of the two of them, and as they say, records don't lie and stats don't lie over the course of a season, but... If this plays out that the Packers end up being the number one seed in the NFC, it doesn't totally sit right with me.
0: No, again, it's not fair. The NFL is not fair, but we love it still. Uh, the Packers defensively have a great, uh, Matt, uh, has uh, taken over at the Packers and, um, Aaron Jones, like a different player, 16 touchdowns this year. They're not relying on Aaron Rodgers. They're right. saying, listen, let someone else do yeah. do the hard graft. Devontae Adams has had a good season, only four touchdowns. Defensively, they haven't looked as good. Mm. Uh, they put an end to the Vikings. They, they shut the them Vikings, up yeah, um, right. very very convincingly. But this game was a 23-22. I know it was a field goal win for Crosby uh, for the Packers back in week six. But this Lions team is decimated. There is no way that the Packers are going to lose this. Right. And yet... I feel like they're not the finished article, but I don't think when I look at any of the teams other than the Ravens that I feel like any team looks complete. And the the the, the Packers have had their problems defensively, but they've got over the line. Is it fair? I, I think they're a very decency uh, team, and and I'd love to watch Aaron Rodgers play. So so yeah, fair play to them if they do manage it.
1: They both get the wins. I think the Saints beat the Panthers. The Packers beat the Lions. So it was all really in the 49ers' hands. It would come full circle there. Other games as well, just quickly we'll rattle through those. Jets, Bills, Bills in the playoffs, the number five seed sorted out. They've got nothing to play for. Absolutely literally nothing. Literally nothing to play for. So that, again, what, what will they do in terms of resting? Because they'll be playing, bouncing straight into the wild card round. So it's not as if they'll have a prolonged period off. But mm. uh, I, I'd imagine Sean McDermott is
0: not going to rest too many of his titles for, for very long. Uh, that means Matt Barkley comes in over Allen, uh, the quarterback. <laughs> and then Clark. if they've got no um white in their secondary, then, um hey, uh, Jets, go for it. Throw that football. Colts Jags. Ooh, exciting game. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is... Uh, oh, yes, ticket-wise. Is that yes. the cheapest ticket of the week? Oh, is it, 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 is well, I was always... good. So every time I come on and have a chat with Nat, I say to him, hey, listen, Nat... What is the cheapest ticket that you can buy right now for a game and what's the most expensive? And I pose that question to you now.
1: I will say, so Colts Jags cheapest. Well, maybe. On it. Did I,
0: did I, did I bluff you there?
1: Maybe it did. It's a double bluff. I'm just thinking it might be, no, cause there's so much, I'm just rattling through here. It's comes in at $15.
0: Rams. You can go and see cheapest ticket this weekend.
1: Cardinals Rams, maybe, maybe Cardinals Rams because Kyler might not start as well. I'm saying Cardinals Rams.
0: Correct. $15 wow. to watch the Rams in L.A. Wow. And That's, the most expensive? The most expensive surely has to be 49ers, Seahawks. It is indeed. $358 for the cheapest nosebleed seats.
1: Wowzers. Uh, that, I think we've covered every game, right? Oh, by have. the
0: way, the, I think the Colts will win.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I frankly don't care who wins that. Who no, wins I don't think then?
0: anyone does, but it's one of those Jag seasons. Again, they're going to have their questions. Because as yeah. soon as it finishes the last game of your season, if you're not going to the postseason... You suddenly start asking the questions, the team comes out, drawing board, paper, paperwork comes out. We've got Nick Foles, we've got Gardner Minchu. Yeah, Foles will be another one on the on the on the market. They'll, yeah. they'll it's back too expensive, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh there we go. So much then to be getting sorted out in week seventeen and Colts Jacks. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we can uh and I love the fact as well the the uh the game's coming thick and fast as well. So the kind of windows are a bit more balanced too, aren't they, on Mm. on the final game? Sometimes you have like seven or eight or nine games in the early window and then a couple in the later window. Yeah a bit more even
0: this time around indeed yeah the, it, it does like look that. like it's going to be an exciting postseason and Lions fans I, I you know I feel like I've given a hard time to the Browns but On Johnson is coming back activated after missing 8 games you may if he gets 150 yards have a running back that, that manages to get 500 yards this season wowzers <laughs> <The future's> hello <laughs> bright. There you go.
1: ever the optimist Tom Deacon
0: crack us up congratulations on your fantasy win thank you very much um, I didn't bring the crown in but uh yeah it feels good it feels good like um, in WWE yeah King Deacon <laughs> It's happening. <laughs> Which we'll get you carried into the studio next time. Uh, we'll see you in the playoffs. I mean, I cannot cannot wait for this. It's a beautiful time to be an NFL fan. And if you've got friends that are like, oh, I don't know if I like it. Now's the time to bring them in and tell them how good it is, big time. Lovely stuff from Deeks. That is that, but fear not, we are
1: back and then some for the playoffs. Rolling still four times a week, all the way through to the Super Bowl, and we're going to be out in Miami, dropping daily pods and all kinds of other stuff from the states so there is a lot more where that came from enjoy the weekend i hope things go right for your team we'll be back monday to pick through the bones and of course it is black monday so we might well be getting into which coaches are going to still be in a gig and which ones are saying good night grace see you there sports
0: social podcast network